Hey, what's up, world? Can you hear me? Because I didn't hear the, the music as normal. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, welcome to the Artist Exchange Radio Show here live only on BeExposedRadio.com. I am your host, Nate. Um, I'm having an interesting week. Um, I'm getting ready for what's coming up this weekend. I'm having like a, a Valentine's Day uh, something or another. So we'll have a couple vendors. Uh, Miss Janira, she does turban and head pieces, like almost head, not quite crowns, but she does the head wraps that are bejeweled and they have the nice stone in the center. And then she does some head, they like head band pieces, but they're really ornate. Uh, then we have Chris, uh, Kristen, uh, she has the Stepping Bull Jewelry Company, formerly known as Fawn Jewelry. So she'll be here and then I'll be here. And then each weekend for the rest of this uh, month, I'm going to do something. I'm going to bring in a vendor and kind of keep that thing going from this point on um, and bringing in maybe um, <laughs> our guests for the day may can be a vendor coming, you know, do some treatments on people. Um, I just want to bring back that cooperative type of community building in terms of our economics, in terms of us as black business owners, it's not hard because we always have, uh, uh, and we currently we have like an influx of businesses opening up um, and they have been opening up and it's not about competition, but it's about us helping each other. So I invite people, you invite people, they both meet somebody new. Uh, new business. Um, so we'll be doing that uh, 1734 Maryland Avenue. Um, we're having our Valentine's Day special, um, both Saturday and Sunday from 12 to 7 p.m. Um, oh, and we'll also have, I just forgot, we'll have Herbal Diva. Uh, she blends her own teas, her own loose teas, and they're really delicious. Um, we have some drinking teas and we have some uh, healing tea. So if you're into the tea thing or you want to try it, come on out. We have some great prices. Um, I've been getting the space together. Um, I wish I could show you um, the mess that is my desk right now. And you probably see the mess behind me a little bit. <laughs> uh, but um, I am really excited. Um, I've been gone for about two and a half months. So this is me, my first time opening back up officially. Um, thanks, shout out to the, the customers that be like, I'm coming anyway. Uh, but I needed some time to just relax and, and release, release some stress. Um, I thought I was going to make it through. I hadn't had any issues physically or mentally throughout the pandemic. Knock on wood. I haven't had any COVID knock on wood. Uh, and um just health-wise, I've been okay. Uh, but the stress of uh, bills and prices going up even higher and being a business owner, having a space outside of my home, all this stuff is, you can never save enough money. You can never, you know, prepare enough. Um, and it just, I think the weight of it um, and, and having a few deaths in my family and then my friend circle really kind of added more weight to that on my shoulders. And I really just needed time for me. And I was taking the time, but I would take a day and then I would come back. And then 
I would feel it again. And then I had to take two days the next week. And I was just like, I just need to sit. I didn't plan on two and a half months, but since November, I've been kind of uh, feeling it and going through it. So I'm good and I'm having fun. Um, just reintroducing myself to this world. I've been sitting here today, making jewelry, trying to fill up the wall. And you see some jewelry behind me. I don't think you can see it. Oh, you can see it. Some jewelry behind me. I'm trying to fill it all up, people. If you see it, we're getting it together. I'm gotta, I gotta fill up this wall. That's my goal for today. So you saw it. Um, but to um, jump right into it, we have a special guest today, one of my fellow Coppinites. I'm very excited um, to have her on. It's the first time she's been on. She is a new owner. I know her to be this dancing uh, lady at Coppin. And now she's, you know, doing spa treatments and just making you feel good. So we're gonna talk to her. So if you come on, Miss Janice Hughes. Come on, hello, hello. I love How the are you? I'm doing very well. And I can agree with uh, what you said because at the end of 2021, I had to take a break. So mm -hmm. um, what you don't know um, is that um, while I was preparing to start my business, my father died and then, mm. And then in the midst of that, then my grandmother died, you know, so oh, wow, I, I completely yeah. understand you needing that yeah. break. And when people say, oh, you need to save and this is how you do to prepare for, you know, your Never brick and mortar. Um, it, it, re it really is not. Um, and you just have to be like very creative and, mm -hmm. you know, just whatever you believe in and believe in, you know, that power, mm -hmm. you know, to get through it because it's, it's a lot. It's yeah, I was so I was so used to like I you know I, I'm an actor so I'm used to putting on my own shows and being a one man team and this pandemic it helped me to refocus that energy where I still Absolutely. I still found work and created work because even our work it wasn't no dance dance shows or and what it was what we nope. did have was mostly virtual. I'll say 95% virtual. And then those 5% that was just like, I'm going to do this regardless. Um, but mm -hmm. it, it really did. And I lost my grandmother last September. So that kind of was, you know, wow. that grandma love is different. It hits a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, my grandmother helped raise, you know, um, you know, my mom was a single mother. So my mm -hmm. grandmother, my grandparents actually um, mm -hmm. helped, you know, my mom through that uh, parenthood. So it, it hit really hard and I still um and all through that you still had to you know bills don't stop so mm. you still had to they um they continue on yeah. and I, I'm just grateful for um like you were talking about the group economics part of it because mm -hmm. it, it was very important just to sustain what is um, it cookie chocolate is that cooperative oh I don't know <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I didn't celebrate this year uh, but um, how has it been? So you graduated from Coppin. How has yes. life been since Coppin? Uh, I'm not going to ask you how many years because I wouldn't want you to ask me that. But what's how? I has think it been it's been more Coppin? than ten. It's been more than ten. Know, I wasn't okay. say I'm that. still young. I wasn't. I'm not even going to admit that. Um, how has it been? It has been interesting. Life, life happens after. Mm -hmm. Copping, like 
you think that you're going through something while you're in college, but you know, when you step out into the real world, <laughs> all I can say is life, like Prince said, <laughs> this mm. journey called life. <laughs> it's too. It's it is. I want to redo. I'm going to sue my parents, the doctor who gave birth to me, um, teachers. I'm su- I'm just suing. I, I mean, this is a sue generation we're in. I'm suing. I'm about to get my bag because this was not. I wasn't prepared for this, and I and I, granted, I was a person who, throughout my twenties, I worked like well. I was either at copping doing plays or yes, I remember auditioning. I always had like two or three flyers doing something. I started doing my own business around like 25, 26, and I worked. And it's something that happened at thirty that I was like. Man, I can't do this shit no more. I just, I can't. That's why I said for my birthday, I definitely want to do like, um, and once you get into what your business is, like, this is a spa day for me. I just want to, absolutely. you know, I don't really like people touching me, but I just, I need, I want to feel, you know, 100%. You know how you just don't feel yourself? You know, yes. you're not dressing like you used to. You feel a little frumpy. That's how I feel. Things. Yeah. Yeah, I like dressing up. I like my heels. I like. Yeah, well, I'm I'm a, I'm the African man myself. I like to get up in my garb, uh, yes. but I just sometimes I haven't been feeling it. And being at home all day, where all you're wearing is a button up and maybe a tie and you know some mm-hmm. some shorts, because all they seeing is this your upper torso mm-hmm. and your head. Um, you kind of I kind of got lazy. I was I shoes just started fitting my feet correctly. Cause I think they were I swollen. Too, well, no, not even swollen, but you wasn't going nowhere. So your shoes okay. wasn't really, you was wearing slides all day. If you Absolutely. had on any shoes and it just, my clothes wasn't, and it wasn't even that I gained anything or I, I think I lost a few pounds, but your clothes is not fitting you right. And right. you may have gained a couple and you're trying to like camouflage. It just, this two years has been amazing because it really showed my resilience. But man, this shit is this is for the birds. This is something we read about in the, the the history books. This not something we go through. Right, I can re- I can relate to I Am Legend now. Mm, I, I watched it during you. the pandemic. I watched it during the pandemic, and I was like, Oh, he was oh, going in there. Uh, I was like, you know, I used to laugh about it and like, mm-hmm. you know, it used to be just a movie, but yeah. Um, yeah, so I Ubered during um the pandemic and I saw how empty and ghostly the streets were. So I can't you can hear <laughs> how quiet it was. The streets were quiet. Yeah. Like yes. quiet. that's why yeah. raccoons were starting to come out and yeah. all types of act. like it it's it's been it's been crazy. How um I mean getting through the pandemic. You said you did, you know, like Uber and stuff like that. You know, yeah. what, what was your mindset at the beginning of this compared to right now? Um, I didn't understand. It was a lot of uh, misinformation, mm-hmm. um, a lot of confusion, um, but yet peaceful at the same time. Um, yet healing at the same time. Um, mm. Because before the pandemic, um, I had lost my um, cousin, so 
So like I had deaths before that. So I was like mourning. So it was kind of like perfect, but but not perfect because it's right. like I'm not receiving any income. But it was perfect because um I was grieving at this time. And yet did I know that, you know, I was preparing, you know, for, you know, a few more losses and mm. transitioning in my 30s. Like you said, transitioning in your 30s is it's it's a lot. I, I try to prepare. I I, I was kind of in the middle of a lot of my uh, friends. So I got to 30 and I tried to give everybody that, you know, was behind me, like, see, 28 will happen. 29 will be a ghost. Like, it's going to be, you thought right. you was 29. And then 30 happens. And everything that you have been living through, dealing with, hiding, denying, um, it all hits you like a punch in the face. You know, that's perfectly said. Perfectly said. Yeah. I was so I wasn't. I didn't know that those major hits was going to hit because before the pandemic, I was preparing to go into business for myself mm. anyway. But the pandemic propelled me into that. I, right. you know, I didn't know I was going to be propelled that soon. I thought I I had more time, but mm. I, I but I did not. Um, and that's okay. That's okay. Um, so, uh, I, I, I liked it. I just, you know, the, the peacefulness, that's all I can say, the healing. I I enjoyed it. Um, some people didn't because, you know, you know, the bills and stuff like that, but, um, I really enjoyed it. I got closer to, um, my family and friends and some major things were revealed. So. Right. I definitely think there were, there were a lot of pros to this. Like you said, you had a lot of time to kind of get through some stuff. Um, I had started writing a book before and it forced me to do the work, not just in writing a book, but do the work that was necessary for me to tell some of my stories from a victor's perspective. And I thought, Mm -hmm. you know, I can talk about these subjects. And I started like writing and thinking, I have a um, therapist that is working alongside me. So the the book will feel somewhat like a therapy session. And when I say it it has been therapy, where I've had big gaps, where I've had to stop and regroup and get things things together, it it allowed me to isolate and not feel bad about it. You know, sometimes when we went into isolation, we like, but my friends want me to be around or my family. It allowed me, I live alone, so it allowed me that time to kind of get through things in a way that we wasn't necessarily getting through it before. We were just, you know. Sister Soldier said the same thing. She said, now the world lives how I live. She writes in isolation. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, she said, now the world is, you know, she said, I'm used to living living like this. So I feel um, for people who did not take advantage of the people who just had to be out. The people who had to do something, I feel bad for them and not like a sympathy way, but I just feel bad that you didn't take advantage to of getting to know you and dealing right. with you. You know, I had a lot of friends who just, I need to do a play and by all means, I'm going to be in person and I'm going to do a play and they may have gotten sick. And even if they didn't get sick, they didn't really take advantage of this time. That, and, you know, I missed some opportunities to kind of do things that I should have done. But I, I, one of the things that I'm proud is most proud of myself is 
I took that time with for me and with right. me. And and it got, you know, sometimes you get tired of yourself. You like, right. um, <laughs> one of us will have to leave it. Uh somebody um, gotta get up I, right now. I got into guided meditation a lot. Um okay. because um just um well i'm an extrovert so the deafening of the quiet sometimes was like mm, just too much yeah. so um so i got into bed um you know with you know whoever y'all believe in i'm a christian so i mm -hmm. like looked for a guided meditation scriptures and stuff like that so well, this um, is god right this whole box <laughs> so talk speak on it speak on it so i i got really um into that and just um it just was a time of healing for me. Um, mm -hmm. it, um, cause I never had a time, like you said, I was always doing something. So mm -hmm. before the pandemic, I had like three, I had like three jobs. So, you know, two or three jobs, always, always, um, never all being heavy. All to get into the pandemic and all of it was gone. Yep. <laughs> and I, I learned yep. the value of time, like making time. You know, everybody, I'm booked and busy. I'm booked and busy. Yep. It's called the Kelly Price Syndrome. But you got to make time. And we make time for the stuff we want to do. And I Absolutely. learned that about people. I Famous learned that about my myself. Mm -hmm. Amos Sandler, yeah. she was like, she's like, well, Janice, you do that time. You just make time for what you want to make time mm -hmm. for. Oh, she said it in a slight way. Yeah, <laughs> A church lady, left. yes. <laughs> so, um, it, it really was a healing time. I, I really, um, it was some moments, you know, I think I cried a lot during the pandemic. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I'm not really a crier, so that was weird. Um, just uh, you know, realizing like who you are and think I, it was really healing for me. I walked in my backyard a lot, you know, without my shoes. And I ate outside um, for lunch and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I walked a lot. Stuff that we want to do. Stuff yeah. that you want to do, but we just, I got to work a job. I got to work a job. I think so many people discovered their inner and then manifested that inner entrepreneur, which I think is going to be very freeing if we get the political stuff balanced out. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's going to be Absolutely. very freeing in the next couple of years because so many people have discovered I have what it takes to sustain myself. I don't have to lean on an employer. We've seen in the last year a huge exodus of people leaving the workplace environment, that nine to five environment, because it wasn't pleasing. You know, we were, and it's or okay healthy. to help, it's, it's right, it's okay to help people fulfill their dreams. That, Every, every person I went to school with or a friend, I'm always here to help you market, promote, push, you know, be a sample, whatever, you know, because I know what that feels like not to have support. But I just think these employers forgot, I have a dream and I'm, I want you to help me with my dream, but they don't really think. I, I just tried to get a part-time job recently and the young lady asked me at 38, uh, for open availability for something that I would be working maybe two, three days. And I said, mm -hmm. mm -hmm, you get two or three days, but you're not going to get open availability to tell me yeah. when I'm going to be here. And 20 year old Nate would have just made it work. He would have just made it work. And I was like, not anymore. Was like, yeah. you are real honest. I was like, I have to be. I said, because if I leave it up to you, I'll be sitting at home 
for four days waiting for you to choose me for three days. And that's that's what happens. You know, a lot of these employers are just, they want you to have open availability for nothing, for change. I think don't I think during the pandemic, I think people have um took back their time and mm. how uh, valuable it is. Right. Um their time is. So um mm. I enjoy before I wasn't able to enjoy uh, my family as much. It will always be like I was squeezing in time for myself or squeezing in time for my family. And now mm-hmm. that um uh, with entrepreneurship, um I can limit that time to like, well, I have this amount of time to work but i'm gonna give my time to um my mom or give my time to my siblings what who i'm getting to know at a later uh stage of my life um so so it's been a a really interesting Mm -hmm. part in my 30s i didn't know my 30s was going to be like this i thought it's gonna be a lot different one of the things that you know I, i teach as well one of the things that i tell my students you know, I may be just teaching you music or art or theater, but a lot of the stuff that I've had to fix in my life, we don't realize the decisions I make today in the next five, seven, 10 years, those cycles, you're going to be living the results of that decision you made today. And many of us make financial decisions, mental decisions, relationship decisions, for what, how I feel right now. And we don't think about looking into the future, figuring out what I want then, or setting right. goals when it comes to my time, my money, my energy. So when we make those those choices, whether they're good or bad, just know in the next five, seven, 10 years, you're gonna be living in the results of those decisions. Well, and- I was always making decisions, you know, mm-hmm. based on um, money. Um, I really don't do, I try not to do, I try not to do that anymore. I'm not saying mm-hmm. I don't, I'm trying not to do that anymore. Um, giving away my time for money instead of making it, making it work. Like, mm-hmm. how can I make this work without giving so much of my time out? I think that's where right. I am in life. Right. I don't know. Well, it, you it, are. Yeah, because you, yeah, because you said that to the um, period. So your financial choices allowed you to be comfortable opening up a business in the midst of a pandemic and not feel so scared because you know you've worked and you've invested in you and saved probably and and put attention there. Time-wise, the decisions you made about time, giving everything to everybody right now where financial situations may have not been as scary, making time for you does feel scary and it feels selfish. So you're living in the results of those decisions, your time management right now. So it may not even be financial. It may be whatever you were lacking or whatever decisions you made, you're going to live the results, good, bad, or indifferent five, seven, and 10 years from now. Um, Well, I think, I think I'm making good decisions. (laughs) Uh, building mm. relationships because mm. um, um, I'm I'm glad. Uh, so even though some people say, "Oh, this," you know, these have been the worst two years of my life. I did not know that I was going to lose my grandmother. So mm. if I if if the world would have been open, I would have been working my two or three jobs. I wouldn't have spent no time with her. So the whole yeah. time I spent, you know, with 
her and my mom, you know, and my other family, yeah. but I spent most of my time with her. I mm. um so I don't regret anything. So I don't I don't I don't regret that. I'm glad um mm-hmm. some people like, oh, I'm glad the world did kind of slow down. It didn't stop, it slowed down. Yeah. Um yeah. so I'm kind of glad because I spent some time with her. At, you know, I had crabs with her on more than one occasion, you know. Mm-hmm. I drank wine with her, you know, I got to hear stories. I sat out on the porch without being able to rush somewhere else. You know, I talked mm-hmm. on the phone with her. So I'm I'm kind of glad those things happened, you know, because I was able to cultivate those relationships. And that's, that's God. That's God's planning. And sometimes be, what if you would have fought against that? Like, I, you know what? I got to go get my bank. I got to, I got, you would have missed those opportunities. I remember that happening with my mother. Out of nowhere, things were happening in my life where I, I was forced to downsize. And I had to move back in with my mother uh, maybe like 11, 10 years ago. Um, and me being in that house for a month, she had a stroke and, and ended up being in the hospital for about two and a half months. I would have never had the time to be there every single day. Me and my sister, it, it, we were both there for the first month. And then once she went to the therapeutic side of it, we were able to switch off and then get back to a normal CNL life. But, you know, like you said, it just happened and time just opened up for you. So that was yeah. that was God's planning. That was God's timing and maybe grandma's prayers as well. Um, but we got to <laughs> just not fight how the universe is right. shifting us. Sometimes we're like, but no, I got to get this bag. So maybe mm-hmm. if I get one more job, and then something happens, and what if, you know, the what-ifs of life happens? Like, damn, if I'd have just, you know, and that's happened to us all before, where someone maybe have passed away and we didn't give the time that we need, but that was a lesson to now you have all these people to, you know, make that better or correct that. So Absolutely. I, I definitely get it. In, in terms of, so today's topic is, uh, uh, Building from preparation. Okay. I, that's why I would, sticky notes, sticky notes, uh, building from preparation. Um, and this is very much so in line with what we're talking. So how you prepare, how you prepare as you're building makes all the difference. Absolutely. You know, this, this pandemic, I took sign language classes. I was refreshing in Spanish. Don't think I, uh, I may need it. For anything oh you'll need that you'll need that spanish yeah you'll need that spanish <laughs> but just figuring it out you know just taking classes and learning new jewelry techniques and figuring that part of it out you know i i, I was laughing at myself i had posted online like after maybe a couple of weeks of taking sign language i was signing online and then i would like write the message in the description box and my friend was like, what's going on over there? Are you bored? And I was like, no, I just took some sign language classes and don't even realize I was, you know, learning something completely different and trying to figure right. that out. Keeping your mind sharp. Help me. Right. Keeping it, keeping my keeping mind, mind sharp. sharp. Because that's what I was feeling. I remember when it first happened, March the 13th, I didn't leave out of my house until like April 19th. I had wow. went to the market because I didn't know what was going to happen. And I went to go walk down the steps. 
and my legs was wobbly. It was like I was Ariel trying to get my sea legs, you know, <laughs> back in order. And I could not, you know, and I was like, I got to create a routine for myself. I got to figure that out. So what was part of your routine and and uh, getting through this? Or was it that stringent? Um, it wasn't stringent. Um, I learned some new skills. So once again, um, we'll get into that. Uh, um, I learned how to sugar. Okay. Okay. Great. So I learned how to sugar. Okay. So, um, I I thought I was gonna be waxing. So um, I looked into sugaring because I was like, mm -hmm. I like this when I was in school, aesthetic school. I liked mm -hmm. it. Um, I didn't know much about it, so I took a class for that. And not knowing that learning a new skill, you know, would help me in my business because mm -hmm. that was sustaining me last summer through my business because massage has its seasons, you know, yeah. facials and stuff have their seasons because, and then during the summer, people go off to, you know, vacation and stuff like that. So they get those things at the resorts, you know, on the mm -hmm. beach and so forth. So um, not knowing that that would sustain my business during the summer and have me not worrying about, like you said, the bills of mm -hmm. the brick and mortar and, you know, paying the rent. So mm -hmm. that sustaining me um, through the summer was learning how to sugar. Um, I don't know if I learned any other skills. Um, I think I think I just, yeah, the sugaring. Um, I don't know if I learned any other skills. So prior to the pandemic, you had already went to learn to be an esthetician and massage. Yes. So that's yes. what you were preparing to do before the pandemic. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um. Well. So. So during aesthetic school, um, thank you, you know, for my classmates, my peers, you know, my cohorts. Mm -hmm. Um, they propelled me into entrepreneurship. I was preparing to um stay. Uh, with you know with the franchises in excelling mm. it but um it didn't work they weren't trying to um they weren't trying to work with me they wanted me to stay in one one corner and I didn't want to stay there I didn't want to mm. stay there so during aesthetic school I was preparing I was working on my mission you know my branding um my website and so forth um so I wasn't even preparing to go into entrepreneurship. One like a few of my classmates was like, "Well, it sounds like you need to do it yourself." Mm. So that propelled me, propelled me into entrepreneurship. I I was not going into entrepreneurship to be quite honest with you. I was not, yeah. and I have I have it's learned scary. a lot. I think <laughs> is it solo? Mm -hmm. And not, I I think we're great at working on our own but just thinking you know i gotta buy all these towels i gotta get insurance i gotta get, all those things start piling up it's it's a great adrenaline rush to plan it because I, I opened up my first studio last year you know I, you know i was selling my jewelry at vending events i would be at coffee i still have your jewelry table. right yeah i still have your jewelry i still have it but that's, how, you were, I, that's like, how i did it i didn't worry about having a a space for it. And then I was like, oh yes, I'm, I'm about to do this. And then the beginning of last year, I did it. And then the reality, you know how, you know, you, you go run a place and then the first three months is, is good. That fourth month, you're like, oh, this is real. This, I gotta do this every month. 
Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, and I gotta do home too. Oh, okay. Ooh. Yeah. That's big. I, well, I started off with zero clients. I didn't have any clients. Oh. Why you ain't tap out to your copy nights? I feel you. Know, I understand. Did I? Did I? Mm, I did not. I'm sorry. I did not. Because I didn't I did get not. an invitation. I, I didn't did get the open house announcement. I, I, I know we, we, I, I know we was in a pandemic, yet. but I, I know I didn't get it. <laughs> Where my mind was, I would like to. I will apologize to you. I will apologize to you. I didn't network. I didn't use my networking skills. <laughs> but I, that's one of the things we, when we, when we're coming from a nine to five world, we forget, you know, to bring a lot of those tools that we learned. We was in LinkedIn when we was a somebody else's employer. Mm -hmm. We was doing all the things to network and get get higher up or get the next job. But when it mm -hmm. comes to our own, we often don't bring those skill sets that would be easy for us to implement things. We don't we don't bring it, you know, over, and then we have to kind of relearn and develop our own. And then something for me snapped and it was like, I was doing this over there. I was office manager. I was yeah. a manager. I was, you know, and then that that has made the difference, having the space. Because I was the everything, you know, when I was just going to other people's places and setting up a table, that was easy. But mm -hmm. now I got to, you know, I got to put myself on a schedule because I haven't had the shop open since like November. So that means I got to fill these walls up constantly. And I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, shit, I got to do this every day? Oh, shit, okay. I can't just, you know, it looks good when you got like 100 pairs of earrings and you, you know, you set up a table. But when you have a shop, you got to, it got to look like that's what you mm -hmm. do. Right. <laughs> like, I got to do this every day. Create, creating the environment, the feng shui, the, all that uh, good stuff. Well, I'm mean, you space. had to come here. And because and, I don't know all that, that's where I'm lost. That's where I'm lost. I, I brought the stuff here. I made the stuff. That's where it ends. So that's let's talk ends. about your shop, your, your spot. Yes. yes. So it's more than, um. so this is where group economics come in. So it's more than just me um, in this space. Okay. So it's um an umbrella of uh, practitioners um, in this space. Okay. So it's hot healing hands, uh, soft day spa, um, and bliss. I think her hers is called Bliss Works. I'm not okay. sure. I can't remember. She just came along. Um, so it's so we just been working together. So first it was just me and um soft day spa, but Bliss Works okay. is coming in with her skill set of Reiki and energy work. Um oh, okay. and things like so that. I'm gonna really so. get a full a full package. Okay, okay, okay. Tell me yes. now so I can start saving yes. up for it. But it's gonna cost. <laughs> Save up. Yeah, it is. We're gonna take good care of you. Very mm -hmm. good care of you. Gotcha. You're gonna love this piece. Um, is there any I mean what else? I'm sorry. Oh, I mean, in terms of what you do, what your services <gasps> okay. are, where you are. Okay, so I'm in the Timonium area, um, okay. off of York Road, 2300 uh, York Road. We are behind High Tops, um, and we're right off of the fairgrounds. Okay. Um, what was the other question? Oh, you I'm get there from the, that means you get there from the light rail. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the transportation does uh, go out there. You can take the light rail or the 93 Uber, Lyft, mm -hmm. 
um drive. <laughs> yeah i don't i don't recommend walking because it's, it's a little distance um yeah. <laughs> so as a services that i provide um i do provide uh massage facials uh body treatments mm-hmm. and sugaring like i was talking about um, I specialize in prenatal and postpartum massage, even though okay. I do those other things. So my my main specialty is uh, prenatal postpartum massage, hot stones. So um, I deal with hot stones and Himalayan stones and CBD oil. Mm. So I like CBD. Um, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Alternatives other than um, prescriptions. And yeah, you know it. opioids and um, those things tear at your body. Um, Over the we long just don't, term, yes, and not only that addition. So uh, having alternatives to healing as well mm-hmm. to your lifestyle, uh, which I love. So I love the CBD. I love the Himalayan. The Himalayan has eighty-four minerals, which is compatible with your body because we have one hundred and four. So um, exchange those. Um, negative ions, positive ions, um, to uh, promote healing in your body. Um, it's made out of salt, Himalayan salt. Okay. So I love, I love those modalities. Those are my favorite that I offer. On the facial side of it, what do you order? Skincare portion of it, what do you offer? So um, I offer uh, regular uh, facials with Tuwell products, and then I have also do CBD facials as well. Because so, mm. yeah. my skin is starting to, and it's it's just because I'm about to go into another transition in life, mm-hmm. uh, my 40s, and <laughs> my skin, I noticed coming into my 30s, my skin was, it was popping. It was uh, popping. But now it's starting to change again, and definitely for the weather, um, I was saying, I've been noticing my skin well. drying out faster. Uh, what mm-hmm. are some, some things that we can do in between coming to visit you to kind of keep that going on, keep our good skin happening? So um, I would find a good uh, washing, cleansing regimen. Um, do you know what your skin type is to find the appropriate cleansers? Because most people are not using the appropriate cleansers. That's why their skin is dry, not only from external factors, but you know mm-hmm. from what you are putting on your skin. Um, are yeah. you exfoliating? Mm. the appropriate amount of times during the week and okay. um serum serums is my best friend i love serums um okay. hyaluronic hyaluronic acid um glycerin uh what are some other ones Do you uh, like a regimen C. for people absolutely okay so when you come in um you also get a skin analysis along with your facial to see so i can see what type of skin type you have so i can give you the appropriate cleansers for your skin Mm because most people don't know i didn't know before um getting into a skincare that i was using the wrong cleanser i was drying out my skin Mm. i was using gel i was using stuff for acne and oily i don't have acne or oily skin i have dry skin you know dry to normal so you you need to hydrate i think that may be my issue i stopped using lotion maybe like five years ago and mm-hmm. shea butter, I've realized I can use that in the summertime. I can't use that in the wintertime. So I've started mm-hmm. using like raw olive oil. Uh, oh, oh yeah, no, I'm coming up with grapeseed. My favorite uh, is like grapeseed. 
and olive oil and um mm-hmm. I use coconut oil like. too. The like the organic one that come in the glass container. And mm-hmm. I just noticed uh, I had uh, eczema when I was younger. Um, uh-huh. And then I've always had dry skin after chicken pox hit me. Uh, so I've always had to overhydrate. And some of that, you know, my doctor would tell me to use Lipidur. He was a white man, of course. Uh, and that stuff was drying out my skin. And I, when I discovered shea butter, that was like everything. Okay. But for some reason in the wintertime, it just don't, my skin feel real mm-hmm. ash. So I only so, use that in the spring and summer. So there are some body serums out there as well. Like maybe mm-hmm. you need something with like some um oh um uh what else to say? Not olive oil. Let's say aloe, aloe. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so maybe you need some like body serums along with that. So maybe you need some hydration along with an occlusive effect of the oil to keep your body hydrated. And how is your water intake? The water was fine. The, the water's gotten better. I'll say that. The water's definitely gotten better. Um, but I think the, the stuff that I was using on my skin, I was just such a dude. I would just grab okay. whatever, say cocoa butter or whatever, you know, looked like it was for Black people. But even some of that is not, if you have certain yeah. types of skin, you know, yeah. issues. And mine was dry skin. My eczema has really... I haven't had any issues with it as an adult. It was like as a child and then having chicken pox on top of that. Um, I think that kind of dried out my skin a little bit. Um, And then I have a lot of hair that kind of adds a layer to it. So I I feel (laughs) like in my legs and stuff, I get dry faster. Mm -hmm. So I have to carry a little container of the olive oil with me and just... I feel like I'm lubricating my skin, but it mm-hmm. I have not used lotion in so long. And after you start using like olive oil or stuff like that on your skin, you don't even need lotion every day once you get into a regimen. And I guess my skin isn't as severe. Mm-hmm. For me, I can skip a day. Even taking a shower okay. in the bed, I can skip a day. My skin not ashy. It is not dry, but by that second day, I better... Yeah. Yeah. I better have lubed it up because it's about to get dry again. But it's it's really just the winter time. I have the worst problem. The fall in the winter time is my worst. Well, skin. also, um, what I have learned also, like when you're showering and bathing, um, don't dry your skin completely. Yeah. Um, leave it a little damp and then work your olive oil into that. But that might that with Make some it of the dryness longer. from the winter as well. Yeah. Yeah, I've started doing that, but I like I'll air dry, which means I got to get up early, so I'm not like because mm-hmm. my a friend so said you just your one you your that rush rubbing your skin like that is not good, but then you're just drying yourself. So now you're starting bone dry because I'm a big boy with hair. I need to be dry. I want to. I like that dry feeling because right. I don't want right. no odors and nothing like that. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand that. I'm I'm not small either. I get it. <laughs> I'm not small. We just like to feel that dryness. That because we told yeah. we were told that being dry, and and but they didn't add the hydration part to it, which I think right. messed a lot of us up. And I that's why I said I think I can only I know for sure skin wise in the winter time for some reason shea butter 
it doesn't work for me. It'll keep me hydrated, but then I feel as well, I look ashy. So it doesn't really absorb. So maybe you need more um more water to oil ratio. Okay. And then in the in well, yeah, water in the winter you probably need more water to oil ratio. And then probably in the summer, that's why the butter works better because you probably need more both oil uh-huh. to yeah. water ratio. Yeah. Because and we, and I didn't know what else could change throughout the year that way. I never yes. I was year. I was a Lupiderm kid. I kept buying Lupiderm and putting it on my skin like water. And that's all Lupiderm. For me is it's for me when dermatologists uh recommend Cervi, I hate that 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 cleanser. I hate it. It absolutely mm-hmm. does nothing. It's no active well, for ingredient. Us, sometimes it doesn't <laughs> Like they, I, people are like, oh, I'm gonna go get me some service. Like, I'm like, no. <laughs> so, how have you started to learn more about our skin tones and our bodies? Um, which probably makes your job easier in giving us that education because we don't then go home. That we're not that oily. Um, mm-hmm. that we be stripping a lot of our um, you know, we like those hot showers. We like them hot, hot, hot baths. Yeah, um, I can't get over that. I that's the one thing I can't. That's my luxury in life. I love because I like the way the, that feeling when the hot water hits you. Yeah, it's a good it's, feeling. It's burning it's you. It's really burning you. But I, for some reason, I like that feeling of I feel clean when it's hot like that. Um, you you can get clean with uh lukewarm water, water, not too hot. Something like that. <laughs> I'm trying. I don't feel the bathtub up. Like I like my water so hot. You gotta like it feel like oh, the the, you, you the test dirt first. is you put your yeah. you put your own in first and test it and be like, oh it's too warm. So you so you put a little bit more cold. Water I don't, I, I don't, know. I just deal with it. What? I deal with it. My mother was like that. It would you could see the steam coming from the you know, oh, the water. No. Like she would turn it up a couple hours before she was about to take her bath after we took ours, and then she would turn it back down after she took our bath. The temperature of the water that is. And it just <laughs> I just like I just it feels like you, especially when you sit in a bathtub, it feels like the dirt and, and all the oils from your skin is just burning off. It is. Just, it you is. can hear it all. damaging your skin. Damn. You're damaging your damaging skin. <laughs> yes. So um that that I've learned that we're not as oily um as we think mm-hmm. we are. Um right. we really don't know our skin type. We're not using the appropriate uh cleansers for our skin, so we're drying out our skin. Most people are using um glycolic and salicylic um mm-hmm. cleansers and they don't need those. Um so they'd be like, oh, I'm oily. And I'd be like, no, you need some hydration um, in your skin. That's what we really need. Um, people working on their health, eat, people don't drink water. Yeah. I never met so many people who don't like water. That's scary to me. Um, you just don't, I, and that happened to me. I, I drank for a very short portion of my college career. And what to keep me from drinking, I started drinking soda and then I started having issues with my teeth. So I went to juice. 
like one percent juice. That didn't really help either. It did. It really didn't. I stare at myself, <laughs> and then I went to flavored waters, and now I drink like soda water. Oh no, they didn't. Okay. So I kind of uh, weaned myself off of it, but water now I I because I have a water filter at home, and then here in mm-hmm. my office we also have a, a big water filter, so I'm drinking it more. Um, but it feel like you can't drink enough water. And I have, so here, I feel the need to drink more to war, more water here because we have central okay. air and I feel like it's drying me out. Whereas though at home, I have radiated heat, which keeps right. me, my body, you know, feeling moisturized almost, sweating. So I don't, I may not drink it as much at home as I will when I'm outside, which is, backwards to me but i need to drink more water at home <laughs> yeah. yeah um what are some other things i realized that we do um consistency mm. we're not consistent because um we don't um we don't understand um um we do understand wellness but we don't mm. understand self-care so yeah. the consistency of it like oh they you know, putting everything before yourself right? and not realizing that you need to take care of yourself. Almost like um, it's a treat. We treat ourselves with um, that type of self-care, but it's not consistent. It's like when I have enough money or because I was going to ask you, are there, have you been working on some, um, maybe some remedies or lotions and serums of your own? That may be a little bit less expensive than some of those because that's um, that's why I, I use olive oil because it's a big old thing of it. I've been thinking about it mm-hmm. I've been thinking about it because I deal with pregnant women a lot, and that's one of their issues is um mm-hmm. you know itchy you know itchiness hydration you know that's what most people issues are, but that's what mainly theirs is. So I was thinking about it because I haven't really tapped into that that creative mm-hmm. side so maybe maybe i will you know do my research get more into like the you know the oils and mm-hmm. and things of that that matter because yeah. that's that's the reason i because i started doing research on olive oil grapeseed oil coconut oil and i started using them one because i could get them from the market and often they're on mm-hmm. sale and I just started doing more natural things versus, you know, because a lot of the lotions, I would literally be broken out from them. You know, mm-hmm. at some some points, like putting certain lotions on, I'll feel, my skin will feel a little raw, not quite mm-hmm. burning, but it'll be like a raw feeling on my skin. And I just, it's uncomfortable. You know, it's very uncomfortable. Um, so that was one of my, and I know people don't suggest that you just, lather up with olive oil all the time but it's mm-hmm. working my skin i can get a big old container mm-hmm. of it for like 10 dollars, mm-hmm. and it lasts me yes a couple months um versus me buying lupiderm that's gonna last me for that week and i'm spending two three four times as much on that um and it's not healthy for my skin you know but mm-hmm. even some of the most healthy things are they have certain things in them that not everybody's skin can handle right that too and i've learned that a lot of people have a lot of sensitivities Mm -hmm. and that a lot of these um companies um have a lot of fillers Mm 
um a lot of dyes uh things that are not really healthy so i I understand where you're coming from and Mm -hmm. so they'd be like oh well what can i use i have a lot of sensitivities and we not we don't know what's going to come of 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 what's going on either you know medically Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's all i'm going to say um what's sensitivity i have seen some things pop up um through some people who have taking mm-hmm. what what's going on so mm-hmm. um we we're not going to know what's going to pop up you know through medically um i have seen more skin sensitivities because of that like oh, wow. bruising and and um and dryness um so yeah. so we'll we'll see <laughs> it's like we're living to die you know the food is killing us the you know, the toiletries are killing us. You know, I, I really am on a mission. Like I, I tried the healthy the deodorant mm-hmm. and I'm not there yet. Um, I can't do it. It's very, um, it burnt me. I can't use it. Yeah, I, I tried the crystal. I tried the aluminum free. And for me, like I'm a person, I can't use gel deodorant. I can only use mm-hmm. solid. Cause mm-hmm. it don't work, uh, and that's for me. That even doing some of these homemade remedies, it's just I'm, I'm trying to figure that out. Cause I don't want to do worse damage to my skin that I've already done. Like I can see it in my, you know, my um, face a lot more. Mm-hmm. That's that's one of the reasons I even grow my hair out, so I'm not shaving as much. You know, um, but shaving is not good. So you're you're cutting the hair off, um, you're irritating the skin. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why men come for hygiene purposes, they come in for sugaring. Um, they don't want the ingrowns, they don't want the irritation of the skin. Um, that's why I have one guy who gets his manzillions. Um, he doesn't like hair, and that's okay. Um, he doesn't like hair. But um before we started, his skin was really bad. He had a a lot of skin irritation, hyperpigmentation. Yeah, um, I'm starting to see that, like, mm-hmm. in this area a lot. And that's from shaving, you said. Uh, it could be from shaving, and then are you wearing your... Um, oh, it's another thing that we don't like, SPF. <laughs> they like, oh, we don't need that. Um, yeah, we do. For mm. um, Asian... For Asian uh purposes and mm-hmm. for um uh for just the 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 damaging of the light to our skin so you know most of us don't like wearing spf but you need to wear it also not just outside but um in um under the lights those lights are powerful as well so most oh, like, people don't, like, yeah we don't like wearing they be like oh we don't need that we've been taught we don't need that i we mean i wear it, it. <laughs> i mean you know, because we grew up with that myth that we didn't need it. Right. Um, and I got sunburned one time and I realized you need it. Yeah, you didn't need it. But and I was do not even sunburn the same way. We'll just see peeling. I remember my and peel, hyper. Yeah. So hyperpigmentation is a result. It's not also, um, it's also the result of, of, and, of and sun burn. damage. Yeah, um, sun damage. So, I, I'm um, starting to, it's like, mm-hmm. not on this side, I think it's more on this side. Like, I see it a little bit, like, on, on my tear creases, I see it there. 
Um, oh, are you starting to get crow's feet? Um, no, not really. No. See? Um, see. A little puffiness. Okay. I'm tired today. Don't don't judge me today. But yeah, I don't have the crow's feet. It's just the little okay. hyperpigmentation under my mm-hmm. skin. Um, yeah. I've noticed it's that. The sun damage. I'm not protecting your skin. And not only that, the reapplication. So uh, most of the time you have to um, reapply your sunscreen. It only lasts like uh, for like two hours. Yeah. So having a travel size um, of sunscreen, you know, in your bag or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so those things that, you know, just, you know, that we don't know. I'm trying get to think of other things that we, I can say to, get it together. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think what are some other things we don't really really do because of cultural culturally we don't do. What one of the well, when I had hair, one of the things that uh, my dermatologist said to me, um, whatever you put on your head will end up in your face. Yes. Thank you. Thank mm. you. So we don't um um, so I take care of my mom's skin now. Um, but before she uh puts in a lot of gels and stuff, so she would mm-hmm. have like a lot of um uh cloth pores, like a lot of blackheads, oh. a lot of whiteheads. So coming from like the glycerin and the you know, the things right. that you put in, you know, there in the products that run down in your face that cause breakouts as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. So yeah. That was one of the, when I was getting locks, that was one of the things that I had around the perimeter of my hairline. Mm-hmm. It was starting to get bumpy. And she was saying, mm-hmm. you know, I kept going, I kept going, I thought I was breaking, just breaking out. Um, and she was like, whatever they're using on your head is now coming to your face. Mm-hmm. And you yep. have to be mindful of what you put in your hair because it will eventually end up on your face. And people wearing wigs. So also mm. um the people wearing wigs and they have like uh black heads, white heads, you know, from the friction and oh. you know your hair getting dirty. So those are the things, you know, that we contend with as well. Mm. How how about um for me is is really popular to manscape? Not for me, but I've noticed that that's a big thing now that's happening. Yes. I don't I the reason I never like getting waxed, one, because of the feeling, um, but also my hair felt like it would grow back thicker. Um, so like no, the last time not. I got my, from the last time I got my back waxed, it felt like it grew back in thicker. I mean, it feels that way, but it's not, it actually gets softer. Um, and you mm-hmm. have to be like, like, you have to continue it. You have to like, it's like when you go, it's like when I went natural, like it was hard, you know, you have to train your hair. So you have to train the hair um, right. and it'll get, it'll, it'll get less, uh, it'll get softer. Um, the consistency, which I know, but it seemed like to you that it's not working, but you have to keep it up. Most people, like I said, aren't consistent. So they're like, oh, it's not working. Um, the guy that came in, it took him because and then also you have like the density of the hair. Some yeah. people hair are finer, and then it seems like you have more of a denser te- texture. So with him, it took him like a good six months to yeah. to tame that stuff. 
Like I just couldn't take that. I I used to get my my chest waxed and my my legs, but it just really um because I have a problem really all over with ingrown hairs, and okay. that really is just really uncomfortable to me. And I've right. managed to like around this part of my neck is where it, it is the worst. Uh, my mm -hmm. face, I've stopped getting, because I used to get like huge bumps on my face wow. because I would get so many hairs growing out the, the fire. And I learned that because we actually had like a, um, I think one time a beauty thing came to Coffin where they had okay. like the little light thing and they were showing us our scalp. I think they were just trying to sell products to us, but... <laughs> But they were showing us, and that's how she, when she did it on my face, she was like, you have a lot of spaces where there's a lot of hairs growing out. Because I never, at Coffin, I never had facial hair. I never, um, mm -hmm. in my 20s, really, I never really had facial hair because I didn't like this on my face. It's still uncomfortable, mm -hmm. but I've had, I had moments where I'll let it grow out for months and then mm -hmm. I'll cut it off just to start fresh. Um, but yeah, that's my... I just, I wish I didn't have facial hair. Cause it's like this around the neck is basically where I sweat at the most. I have Got the you. most ingrown hairs. That and friction just, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, and this plucking them can sometimes make it worse. So I was always trying to figure out something new. Well, you don't want to pluck. And most yeah. people um, make it worse because um, you're supposed to tweeze towards the direction of the hair growth and people just pluck which is caused oh. hyperpigmentation as well. So, yeah. um, you and know, I, you learn- Just asking questions when you go get your hair done or because I've realized this side of my face grows down and this mm -hmm. side kind of grows yes. to the side. It kind of grows down this way. And this goes, we just, God just made us really special. He did. And, really and special. Requiring that's, a, that's lot okay. right. <laughs> a lot of work. A lot of work. That's okay. So, in terms of owning your business, just that building process, um, how long has it been, and and what has this journey been like? Um. So it's going on what? What? So I opened up May twenty twenty. So. Are you, I mean, but how has the journey from, because it's an everyday thing, it's not like you take, I, love I it. mean, walking away I'm, will just be more work later, but. I, I love it. I like um, learning um, new things. I thought I knew. Um, I don't. So I'd be like, oh, I'm so like, I'm so comfortable. Like, I try, like, you can't get comfortable in entrepreneurship. It's mm. like. It's like always learning something new. It's like, oh, I didn't know this. Or yeah. um, to me, it's been more of the admin and learning, you know, like taxes and, you know, money and not trying to owe anybody. <laughs> um, and how I just train that business like, every year. Like, yes. It costs um, money it, to be independent. Oh, yes. And that, you know, have the play by the rules well you still gotta play by the rules but not be under allegedly allegedly <laughs> um mm. so i just i like that um this year i've been more like creating content like okay so, so and that's been fun the, 
so you so you're getting now more on the promotion and marketing aspect of it yes and that's been really fun i thought that would be a drag but it's not mm -hmm. i was like we you've been prepared for this like it's not it's the same thing as like dancing or you know theater or it's so. easier now it's much easier because even when i started there were a few apps that you could download to make like little video clips and social media wasn't as up to date as it is now but i think mm -hmm. it's very easy for people to compete um in a market now you know if you yeah. need some some pointers on that let me know uh because okay having this radio show for a number of years i've started out and it was real i'm an actor i, I see lives. you grow all I right I, just, <laughs> I don't i don't do any of that but now i'm able to market and promote an event and feel very confident about it whereas before it was like i don't know how this gonna look but right. thankfully i had this platform to kind of allow me to learn and now that we're all virtual it really has been a life lesson for me learning how to you know set up lighting and <laughs> which you can clearly see i'm still learning uh but it, it just keep playing with it. Play with the various apps, and it is right. very easy. <clears throat> and social media has made it. I'm so tired easy. of downloading apps. <laughs> it's. I mean, but I'm that's so how tired. you learn what you what you learn. I have a few now. I'll send you what I use, and it's really easy because mm -hmm. I I used to this. I'll try this app. Most of them are the same, uh, okay. but there are a few that are really necessary for single business owners um, mm -hmm. who don't have a graphic designer or help <laughs> it makes it very uh, easy to compete because that's the that's the biggest thing we're always trying to figure out how to get things um uh going uh and i i'm really i'm just i'm happy for you because i know business ownership is not easy and two it's years easy. into this uh, I know it's been hard and difficult, especially in the midst of a pandemic. We've been in a pandemic for almost two years now. So I, I really appreciate you just doing it. Um, anything I can do to help, just, just reach out. Um, I don't Thank have you. Oprah money, so we just going to be mindful of that. But <laughs> anything that you need in terms of um, support, because that's the biggest thing for us Black people. We are all We all want to be successful, but we don't work well together for some reason mm -hmm. um and it's been designed that way to keep us from being that unified but we gotta we gotta figure that thing out so we can get better at it and really mm -hmm. build up our own and not just this my click over here you be over there and i'm gonna do me over here but knowing even if we're doing the same thing we need each other um in terms of somebody opening up a business what advice would you give them right now use your resources <laughs> mm. no, uh, don't be afraid to network um always keep in mind um the people that you need um doing mm. um so i do have a graphic designer but like you said i don't you know if um, oh, she's, I do, bougie. Um, she's bougie she did my website and my um, logo and everything so um just okay. keep in mind um the people uh around you and you know um know that you're going to need them just don't snub people just keep people in mind always uh be friendly even when you don't agree with them um politically spiritually um 
you know, just just keep a kindness, even though you'd be like, oh. but that's what I, I that's I, what I will say. Yes, keep that circle <laughs> fulfilled. I, that's that's my mantra for this this year. Also, like just keep my circle of pe- people fulfilled. Like everybody has to be not Oprah. I don't want a bunch of Oprahs and Jay Zs around me. I want people who are grinding like I'm grinding. They know the work that it takes. You know, you got to have a couple of smart people in the group, but for the most part, we're all on the same page and we understand what this grind is. A few more questions. Um, one is kind of on a sour note. Um, we lost one of our like biggest mouthpieces, I would call him. He's so much more than that. But um, Mr. Winky from Coppins, yes. um, how did you feel about once you heard that? Him and his wife were kind of um, like, champions for Coppin students I felt honored that I got an opportunity to know him mm. um being active on campus um you know that was on the rural court and you know mm-hmm. things of you know that matter so I was mm. glad that I got to know him and you know partake in his wisdom and mm. you know that he was a philanthropist you know he gave back uh, you know his mm-hmm. time his you know his three t's so mm-hmm. I was glad that I got to know him. So that was like, I was like, oh my God. Like, yeah. I, I just was happy that I, I was able to be in his presence. Mm-hmm. And he was just, a, um, him and his wife were just. His peaches. Were just, yeah, his peaches. They were <laughs> just, uh, they were, they, they will always say anything you need. They will always say that anything you need, I will help he you meant with it. it. Yes. If he, if he, if he, if he said yes, it he to you, he meant it. And that's, I, I just, I haven't spoken to anybody other than, um, I think I talked to Mr. Brown about him, but outside of that, it, it was just, it was very shocking because mm-hmm. Coppin is the little engine that could, and we get mm-hmm. a lot of flack because of that, but we had people like him there that he didn't have to stay connected to that school. He could have just sent his check in mm-hmm. every year, like a lot of, alum, a lot of other alumni do, um, but he definitely... Uh, was impactful to me. He's, he was there from before I was even there. And after I left there, mm-hmm. he was still there. Um, always been in chair. Every time I met him, uh, hey, Theater Coffin, you know, never remember my name, but he knew he knew the conversations we had. And that, that yeah. meant a lot to me too. But um, I just wanted to see, you know, test the temperature and see how you felt uh, about that. Now moving to Coffin, how do you like all the newness that we're seeing on the campus i haven't been back on campus so i don't Mm -hmm. know what's really going on um Mm -hmm. to be quite honest um when mr winky died i was like damn i'm not even like active you know Mm -hmm. who who are gonna yeah (laughs) yeah like Mm -hmm. who who is gonna fulfill those those shoes you know Mm -hmm. um because we need we need those uh people like mr winky we need we really do um, so it made me, you know, struck a chord. Me was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not even active, you know, financially or physically. Mm-hmm. So I think I'll, you know, will move towards that, you know, Just in the future. That neighborhood, whether you're going Gwen's Falls or North Avenue, just to see, like, across the street is no more across the street. Thomas right. Avenue is no more. Uh, right. But just looking at it and just seeing how. Uh, and it's still so much that that school is old and still has to do, 
for not only right. its community, but its students. Um, just seeing us advance. They moved, I think they just finished building or they're finishing up the science, science building and um, the theater has gotten a, a little makeover as well. Um, so just seeing just how far they've come is, it's, I love Cochran and it's, um, we have to hold on to those things that are ours before they just eliminate them. Oh, I feel, uh, I would agree with you. I feel like um, even though um, we are receiving new buildings, I hope they don't forget, you know, tradition. Mm, right. Um, that is very and important. Nurturing potential. <laughs> I mean, because that, you know, that happens with expansions. They kind of forget right. and become really exclusive. But that that happens to the, the worst and the best of them. But I, it would be sad if that school turned into, you know, we didn't have well, that much. Well, well, that goes back to, I don't know if you ever read the book, but that goes back into what you were saying. I agree with you, what, what you're saying. You know, mm -hmm. all things fall apart, like honoring the old, but also embracing the new. You know, that right. that's what happened in the book as well. Yeah. Um, and I hope, you know, I hope they don't, that doesn't happen. Mm, yeah, we will see. That, that's been my prayer, and and trying to figure out how to be reconnected is is kind of my mission. Mm -hmm. Is is my mission just, and that's why I, I reach out to many of you Coffinites, um over time just to catch up, and you know you haven't seen people in a while, and we social media socializing now. So just, I like interaction and I, I like to reconnect with people who were always passing. And many of you always supported. I mean, you were part of the arts department and dance, uh, but it some of us stayed in our tight little unit and we didn't mm -hmm. move outside of that. So that reconnecting- Nomadic, was I was with everybody. <laughs> I knew right. the theater students, I knew uh, the athletes. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm just that type of person. Um, yeah. I don't really like to, I'm not very clickish. I'm not that, mm. I, I, I've never been that like, oh, I'm going to stay. I've, right. I've never been like that, so. Yeah, I was. I, I didn't have time to do nothing. <laughs> it worked out a lot. Um, right. Last question. Um, I'm a big component of college, specifically HBCUs for people that look like us. Um, but many people in today's world, not just white people anymore, but a lot of people, are pushing out students to go to, you know, other schools, maybe because they didn't utilize their time correctly and owe money, more money than they needed to have owed. Uh, right. But a lot of people got had bad experiences. Um, right. And so they're kind of encouraging a lot of our young people to even go to white institutions or not go to college at all. What was oh, the that's college a experience? Right. What was the college experience for you and how beneficial was that for you now? Um, oh, that's a huge question. Because you did do a lot of stuff. Like you were heavy in the dance department um, and you were mm -hmm. active. You Like you said, you was on the, the Royal Court. Our, uh, our, uh, SGA. SGA. So how uh, how did that benefit you? The, not even the class one time, because that is what it is, but just mm -hmm. the atmosphere. I try to sell people on the atmosphere, like you and I know each other, you know, because of that experience. We didn't necessarily take a lot of classes together, 
but we knew each other from the socializing or you being a part of it or me coming to a dance class or, you know, right. those elements. But I saw people on the atmosphere, the experience of it. So how did that experience, how was it in that moment and how did it help you kind of, now you own a business, how important is that? Or how important was it? Man, just seeing, um, I think as, um, you know, Black people, we don't get to see people in different light. You get to interact with all types of Black people culturally. Because mm-hmm. we, we're not monolithic. We're not the same. We don't all camp, come from the same background. So you get to, you get to um, engage with students, you know, that are from the down south, that are from, you know, that are from the north, you know, that are Caribbean, that are, uh, uh, you know, uh, African. You know, mm-hmm. we, you get to experience those, you know, those social economic um things you know everybody's not poor and everybody's not rich you know you come from a working background you come from a middle background and we're all at an institution trying to learn mm-hmm. and you get to see um black people with phds indies mm-hmm. yeah. um so when i say that's a tragedy that people are encouraging people to go to pwis or not go to college at all that's mm-hmm. That's not good because um, you meet your community at college. You meet yeah. your you meet your your economics. You meet your um, your tribe at college. Mm-hmm. I am still friends with the people that I met. You know, at college, I'm, I'm still friends with them. Um, they have helped me through um, mm-hmm. my business. They help. They promote me. Um, just the encouragement you know, of your college peers, whether they finished or they didn't finish. Yeah. Um, just experiencing those things, you get to experience, you know, the academics um, also with, you know, socializing. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't take, I wouldn't take those things back. Um, right. And also representing, you know, a university, which was a big deal. You I, I, I just think that's just crazy that they're, pro, you know, promoting PWIs over historically. Mm-hmm. And just the traditions that you learn um, while at school and breaking down um, cognitive dissonance, the things that you learn that are, un, that are, are, un, that are unhealthy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, that's I another thing that I, I remembered from you. You were very active. And a lot of the things that were going on at campus, whether it be, you know, people acting badly, mainly guys, or um, I, I remember that as, and hearing you speak now, I remember those aspects, very women's rights and, and a lot of social issues that happen on campus. I remember your voice being one of the ones being heard, but, you know, we have, we had, I think that that's a sign to us, you know, with Mr. Winky passing away um, and not many people champion for, for us at Coffin, mm-hmm. outside of Coffin, you know, um, and, and people not understanding that. Go ahead. It's funny that you bring that up because um, my sister um, is 18. She's getting ready to graduate from high school. And her, you know, her mother's like pushing her, you know, go to be PWI and like every now and then I get to, you know, drop some gems 
you know, mm-hmm. um, on Instagram, you know, because, you know, we have social media now. So, like, sending mm-hmm. her videos of the experiences that you experienced at, you know, a historically black college. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if I went to a PWI, I think I would have been lost. I don't think yeah. I would have succeeded in life. Yeah. You can, you can argue the resources. You know, as a theater major, I probably would have flourished much more with a Towson State University Theater Department, but I know my professor court's home phone number. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can reach her. I can reach out to James Brown. James Brown has been very pivotal to me, um, bringing me lights if I'm having something at my church and not just mm-hmm. the stuff, but being a mentor. It, it's just a different feeling. And I'm not a segregationist, but I definitely feel... Uh, we need to tap back into our own. That's the holding on to our past while, you know, pulling at our future. That, that oh, concept. Sankofa. Okay. Right, there Sankofa. we go, see? Okay. <laughs> I, uh, so we are in agreement. Um, so, uh, and it's kind of hard because I think all of my family went to, you know, HBCUs. Um, my grandmother mm-hmm. went to Morgan. My grandfather went to Morgan. I mean, they were teachers. My mother mm-hmm. went to Howard, you know, she didn't finish, but she finished at a mm-hmm. at HBCU, Sojourn College. Okay. But um, so I guess it was in me to go to an HBCU. But it's what but, you saw. You saw yeah. that environment. You saw the the lives they lived because of the education and the experiences, more importantly, that they had. Because you can you can learn in a classroom from anywhere. But that experience Absolutely. that we had, some of the, even some of the bad things that we saw, you know, that were negative, it still instilled in us. Okay, we gotta do better. We gotta push forward. I'ma be an example. You know, I always want to go back to my schools. I have a connection with my middle school like that, where I still can go back to that middle mm-hmm. school years later and do, you know, Entrepreneur Day and so on and so forth, and be a mentor. Um, but it's really important that we. Uh, we want to keep the powers of being there under a spotlight so they see the many of us are watching them still and still be active. You know, and I didn't get to go to uh, Mr. Winky's funeral, but I I definitely, you know, I wanted to pay my respects to him in a different way, whereas though I was more involved and I I made Mm -hmm. my voice. I don't want want his job. I can't be the face of God State University. That's a lot of work. I'm not there yet, but Definitely, he made a presence. He would just show up. He had an office there, even when he wasn't the president of the alumni anymore. It was just a presence. And you knew he was approachable. He wasn't like, you know, the one that they would rush off to their own private meetings. He he would be in the quad or, you know, car center, just around and being able to talk. And he supported many of our events there. I know for the theater department, him and his wife were always front row center. Uh, for um, I appreciate you coming on. Um, no problem. I enjoy myself. Time, and I really appreciate you um, uh, uh, accepting the invitation. And anytime you want this platform, or if there's anything that I could do, don't hesitate to call. And I don't say that to everybody anymore, but when I say it, I definitely mean it. But um, thank you. Give people your social media, how they can find your business and support okay. your business. Okay, um, you can find me on Instagram at Hot Healing Hands. It's H A U T E 
Helen without a G and hands with a Z. I know it's so black, but it's okay. Um, you can also find me on Facebook, the same, um, the same, the same thing, Hot Haley mm -hmm. Hands. Um, and I just can't wait for everybody to start their wellness journey. Um, and even if you can't, you know, it, it doesn't hurt to drop a donation or, or just stop by and give some tips Here or some go. resources. Um, but we, re but we really um, do need this in our community. Um, we don't really take care of ourselves and we really need to start taking care of ourselves so mm -hmm. we can be impactful like uh, Mr. Winky and his wife. You know, we yeah. have to take care of ourselves physically, emotionally, spiritually. Um, we have mm -hmm. to take care of ourselves. So, yeah, um, yeah that, that's what I'm here for, um, you know, to take care of the physical vessel so we can, you know, do what we need to do while we're here on this earth. So. So that's been another edition of the Artist Exchange Radio Show with me, your host, Nate, and our fabulous guest today, Ms. Janice Hughes, Go Thank Eagles. Um, uh, next week, we have a, a very interesting interview with Mr. Hakeem. Um, he's a Philadelphian coming down here, taking over our literary streets. He's an author um, and a promoter of literature. So we'll be talking to him and two of his newest uh, partners in this writing game. So stay tuned for that. Remember, the Artist Exchange every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time live. And don't forget, on the 21st of this month, I have a huge interview with a number of entrepreneurs in this community. Call Takes Ransom, Elisa Brock, another copy night, uh, uh, Easy Jackson, the voice of hip hop, uh, in the Baltimore community, and the phenomenal, the incomparable Miss Mesa Leaks. Uh, we'll be doing that in conjunction with the You Thought I Was Him project, uh, directed and produced by Troy Burton. Uh, so look out for that. Uh, if you go to my Artist Exchange page, you'll see the uh, advertisement for that. So tune in, a phenomenal interview. I don't know how I'm going to interview four people at one time, but I'm going to do it. It's a challenge. Yes, it can be done. Um, so definitely look up uh, the Artist Exchange Radio Show on all your major platforms, and we'll have more artists like Miss Hughes on. Um, and I'm going to see some more dance too. So if I have something, I think I have some things coming up. So get okay. them dancing feet ready. Okay, show <laughs> <So> real. <laughs> Peace out, everybody. Thank you very much. We're out of here. Yeah.